Welcome to the Bob Siegel Show podcast on the Cross Global Media Radio Network. Visit cgmradio.com slash bob to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. So, Ye, as he's known, or Kanye West, officially came out with a new album just a couple of weeks ago called Vultures. It was a collaboration album with another rapper by the name of Ty Dolla Sign. Now, many music review publishers and independent YouTube music reviewers have refused to listen to the album entirely and not give a review of the album by itself. And Kanye West is this is because they're hearing some things out of context that they don't like? Yeah, sort of. But I wouldn't say it's out of context because it really is really terrible comments that he's making. I- I've had such a mixed review of him. I've liked him because he tends to speak his mind, and I always appreciate people that march to the beat of a different drum, but then he has said the stupidest, most anti-Semitic things, right? Wait, which wait. obviously is going to push my buttons. Uh-huh. So what's this latest? I'm not up to what he's doing on well, this latest album. No, well, on this latest album, he is constantly defending his position on not being anti-Semitic, but he's doing it in some of the worst ways possible. So for okay, so he's denying being an anti-Semite? Exactly, yes. So what, how is he clarifying the statements that he made he's what's got, he he's claiming got, that he really meant i'll give you three specific examples because okay. i've only looked at the lyrics i have not actually listened to the songs themselves personally number one he says that he's worked with jewish people prior in his past in his own business relations remember we talked about how he said adidas had nothing but jewish ceos in the company and that's why they don't appreciate a black man going into their company telling him what to do which obviously is completely false and also very very anti-semitic in my opinion just because you worked with Jewish people before doesn't give you the right it to It sounds like the, some of my best friends are Jews. Exactly, Carter. exactly. And along the same lines, he's also said that I'm not anti-Semitic because I dated a Jewish girl once in my life. That's not, again... Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> Thank goodness, Kanye. We were worried there for a moment. Oh, now we could actually talk about, I guess, just in general. Oh, by the way, Christians. Since I'm part of the Christian religion, I'm just going to denounce Christians all around and just yeah. say it's real dumb. Uh, no, court, don't do that. Stop that. He it, and then also like he's made other comments like, "Oh, Hitler wasn't that bad of a guy." That situation. In fact, uh, I, that one I had not heard. Yeah, he was wow. on. A, he was on a. Well, you know, show with all the moral relativism going on at the moment, most people do still think Hitler was a bad guy. But I think as the years go by we're going to see that decrease i know or, or they're going to say it's going to be a lot of historical revision there's going to be a lot of people saying you know here's this he well, did you know, so. he did make the trains run on time yeah and he was good for the economy it, it, but it, that doesn't excuse him for killing millions and millions of jews in history and one of the worst massacres we've ever seen in our entire lives and he was also recording out in wyoming and he called those special albums he made four albums there called the wyoming tapes i didn't hear about this till much later it was leaked that the original name of those tapes were actually going to be called hitler one two three and four and i'm just saying why why is this guy on something now he says on the album too he says i blame my bipolarism because he has been diagnosed by doctors about being bipolar i well at least he's expressing some remorse we'll give him that i don't want to deal with that though i'm saying you can't blame everything on your bipolar you have to take responsibility exactly so i'd respect him more if he said i said something stupid i'm sorry and then just let that be the end maybe something like that but even then the amount of comments how harsh it is for me personally it's hard to forgive him and honestly i've actually stopped listening to him entirely 
Absolutely. And this includes some of his old stuff. Because I really enjoyed some well, of his old stuff. Well, forgiveness is related to repentance. Now, if okay. he apologized, I would find it easy to forgive him. If he's going to stand by the remarks and defend them, that's another story. I can't accept his apology still, though. These are some really harsh comments. And that's why I was going to come well, to you Well, but tonight. it sounds like they're not apologies. An excuse is not an apology. Okay. So maybe that's what you're reacting to. Okay, because I was thinking it's similar as an apology. So this is where I actually wanted to go with this conversation. Sure. What's your opinion on separating the art from the artist? Is it okay for someone to still listen to Kanye West music and still say, okay, they're obviously not anti-Semitic or th- that person's not anti-Semitic, so it's okay for them to listen to him in that sense? Because I view it as he's spreading these messages, so you're only supporting his behavior by listening to his music. So that's just my opinion. What's your opinion on just simply separating the art from the artist? Well, as a general rule, and there are always exceptions to rules, as a general rule, I think we can do that. As you know, the arts are my other big passion besides the Bible and Christianity. My, My other degree is in drama and I'm a writer. There are actors and actresses and singers who say the stupidest things politically. Barbara Streisand. Sorry. Barbara Streisand. Yeah, Barbara Streisand is one of them. I could name a whole host of others. There's just many, many. And I still admire them as artists. Ed Asner was a leftist, but he's one of the best actors that we've ever had on television. I agree. So as a general rule, I can't separate it. Now, if the bad comments are getting into the art itself, then we're dealing with a more delicate situation. You see, when Streisand's songs, as a general rule, don't have anything to do with her politics. So no. I can still enjoy one of her movies or songs. But with Kanye West, if this is the way his art is going, yeah, I guess there is something to be said for not wanting to support that industry at that point. So you personally are, I'm going to guess you're probably done with Bob Dylan's politics because he inserts a lot of his politics into his music. And I'm guess. not even familiar with what his politics are. Are they left? Oh, are they they're very left left-leaning. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I, I would not agree with them, but I still think he's a brilliant lyricist, a okay. brilliant composer, not the greatest singer in the world, but he has his own style. And so even does that- it matter more like if let's say the production or the composition part. That's a little bit more important well, in your it, opinion. We're, we're dealing with separate things here. Yeah. First of all, there's a work of art or a song that may not have anything to do with their politics, so I can Absolutely. still enjoy it. Then there are times when there's a really well-made movie or drama, very well-written, very entertaining, and yet it has a message I can't stand. And then I have a real mixed review. I'll give you a great example of this, the novel, The Da Vinci Code. That was a really well-written novel novel. It was a page turner. The characters were well drawn. The story was fascinating. But its message was such idiotic garbage written by somebody who knew absolutely nothing about the Bible or Christian history. But I was still willing to come on the air and say, I give it an A for the art, but I give it an F for the theology. So there are times when you have to make those kinds of distinctions. I I can understand. I remember taking an international film history class. We had to learn about Russia at that time, and we actually had to watch a communist film. This was a movie that was produced by the Russian government themselves to help spread the message of communism throughout the whole country. If you watch that movie alone by itself, by its own theatrical production and say just watch the film by itself, I think it's an okay movie. It's about a crowd that protests and gets angry because they're being treated unfairly and the government then steps in and says, fine, we'll treat everyone equally fairly by paying everyone. This. It sounds good, I guess, but obviously I disagree with the message and I disagree with uh, well, the entire thing about communism. In yeah, general. and you can even ask the question if it's being produced, when I think of art, I 
I think about somebody who, whether I agree with his opinion or not, he's independent and free thinking and courageous enough to express himself even against the tide of his times. Now, I don't have that feeling when it's the government getting right. together to produce a movie for the purpose of brainwashing us. So in that case, I may argue that that wasn't even real art at all. It okay. may not even fall into that category. That's fair enough, because a lot of North Korean films are like that. Wow, Kim Jong-un is the hero again. What a surprise. Uh, wow. Are you kidding me? Didn't it. see that one coming. That was a plot twist. He wasn't well, even in the movie these, for him. These days, the Academy Awards are saying things like, unless your movie has a woke message or a certain percentage of this people group or that people group or right. a transgender or something, it won't qualify for any awards. So once again, we're seeing films manufactured with some recipe in the background, and you have to ask, well, where's the real art? Agree. Because what was it, like two or three years ago, the movie Green Book won, and even film critics were saying, that doesn't deserve to win. It was a good movie, but it wasn't as good as, say, and some it, of the other pictures. checked the nominated. boxes. It was about an African-American, but yes. he was also gay, and they just checked enough boxes so that they were trying to guarantee that they would win. Now, back in the 60s and 70s, when gay people were first coming out of the closet, even though I still wouldn't have agreed with the lifestyle, I would be willing to say that the people who made movies about such things back then were being courageous because they were amongst the few doing it. Right. So you see again how I'm separating the art and the perhaps courageous motives, but today it doesn't take any courage to make a movie like that in Hollywood today. Yeah, That's of course. The, it would take courage to not make a movie like that in Hollywood today. Right. Oh, by the way, it's nominated for an Academy Award, by the way. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> so this leads me off to another question I have with you. How many times should we as Christians forgive a person? Because again, I think when it comes to Kanye West and the amount of comments he's made, he's past my limitations of being forgiven. <laughs> well, you Is know, it's interesting because Peter actually asked Jesus that question. Oh, he said, how much? many times should I forgive my brother? And he says, seven. And then Jesus said, seven times 70. Okay, so he still has a lot more chance. Well, the point <laughs> Jesus was making was that there is no limit. Right. However, the Bible says if a person sins, rebuke him if he repents forgive him. We always leave off the if he repents part. So the way I would answer your question, I would forgive somebody as often as they're genuinely asking for forgiveness. So again, I make a distinction between an excuse and an apology. Right. Uh, and, and, and and you some of the examples you gave didn't really sound like apologies. They sound like excuses, excuses, so explanations. Do you, so do you find that God, obviously, obviously God would recognize those are excuses, not actual forgiveness. Yeah, God, well, God knows our motives. Right. Absolutely. So yeah. do you, so obviously we both believe Hitler's in hell. We believe there's a lot of people down there that there, there, really, There's no really evidence no that Hitler ever repented. And the no. Bible says a heart can turn so evil that it's just beyond the point of no return. I hate too. to bring this kind of subject up, but do you think... Think Kanye West is leading towards that direction, to be honest? Or do you think, honestly, because he's made all those hateful comments, he's in his heart repenting? I have not like studied the man or followed his career nearly as much as you have, so I'm probably not in the best position to evaluate it. At this point, I'm willing to say he's made some really stupid comments, and I'm guessing, at least from what I've seen from my limited vantage point, that it's coming out of sincere ignorance and not out of any genuine evil or genuine hatred for the Jews. Oh. That's the way it looks. I mean, there's two kinds of anti-Semitism, the hateful yes. kind and the stupid kind. Right. Kanye West, he seems like somebody that's just stupidly uninformed that because he's an artist, he has a platform Yes, and people listen to his big mouth. Yes. And I don't put that in the category of somebody that just hates Jews and wants to see them killed. So Understood. I'll cut him a little bit of slack, but I can't stand so the comments. The so the Lord forgives ignorance, is what you're saying. The basically. Lord understands ignorance. The Lord forgives 
everything so long as we repent. If we don't repent, that's when he won't forgive. Okay, understood. Okay. The Bob Siegel Show podcast is a production of Bob Siegel and Cross Global Media. Visit us online and subscribe to the show at cgmradio.com slash bob.